Welcome to the Sacred City Life Podcast. This is your host, Pastor Justin Dean. This podcast is all about helping our church members at Sacred City Church follow Jesus in the everyday, normal rhythms of life. And on the podcast with me today, I've got all three gentlemen. Would you introduce yourself, guys? Yeah, this is Rob Spexter, Pastor of Discipleship. Kevin Kenora, Pastoral Assistant. Alex Tate, Sacred City Youth Director. All right, what we're going to do today is probably a year and a half ago or so, I was doing some research and studying and came across um, an institute called the Nehemiah Institute. Hmm. It might have been when I was planning to study Ezra Nehemiah, I can't remember. But they had a worldview test that was being recommended. Um, I think it might have been Vadi Bakum uh, was the first person I heard recommend this worldview test. And he was talking about hmm. how... Um, our children are getting so far away from a biblical and Christian worldview and that we should be educating with a Christian worldview. And, and I agreed with all that. And he said, and you can go out and take this test at uh, the Nehemiah Institute and you can find out, like you can take a test and basically find out if you have a biblical worldview or not. Uh-oh. And the test is called the Peers Test and it's... Um, Politics, economics, education, religion, and social issues. So that's where you get the peers from. And <clears throat> I can't remember, you know, it's got a lot of questions. Kevin, you remember how many questions it's got? 50, 60, something like that? I want to say it was 60. Yeah, 60 something, 60 something questions. And you just had to kind of, you know, they would make a statement and then it would say you'd have to rate it one to five or whatever from like strongly agree to strongly disagree. And it was a not an easy test. Did you take the test? Right? I took the test. Yeah, it, was it was very hard. humbling. <laughs> Let's yeah. all just say that it was humbling. It was very humbling um, <laughs> because we we would both of us would consider ourselves Bible guys. <laughs> yeah, and there were questions here that were implications from clear biblical teaching, but we had never been taught it, and it was pretty difficult. I'm gonna reach in front here. I've got mine sitting in front of me, my, uh, my results. And, um, I did not, I'll just be, um, so I took this, I was the first one of all of our staff and elders to take this. And this is kind of before I had done a lot of, I'd been mm-hmm. doing a lot of the reading, yeah. right? Like, yeah, we, I think we would ace it now. I uh, hope so. I think we would ace this yeah, now. I hope so. I got a B plus. <laughs> I said, I hope so. <laughs> I got, you got a, I'm sorry, what you get, you got a what? I got a B plus. A B plus. Okay. I got a B plus. Um, <laughs> which was decent. Not I what well, not I was not happy about it. Yeah. But I scored low in uh, politics, mm-hmm. um, education, and social. Uh, high in religion, high in, relatively high in economics. Um, but anyways, th- there was some stuff I hadn't thought through economically, politically, and even some social mm-hmm. uh, implications re- mm-hmm. regarding government and different things. And my eyes, our eyes were open, and so we started doing some research, started doing some study. Yeah. Well. What um, what we're going to do here and there is we're going to take a few of these questions that they are – basically, it's just a statement. They make a statement, and then you have to agree or disagree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you get it right or wrong, you know, mm-hmm. and they send you the results. And then on a, a few of these questions that were on this peers test that are um, – what is it? It's like the top 20 that most yeah. – Top 28 most commonly missed questions. Yeah. Hmm. So they write a whole position paper mm. on these questions. So we're not going to go through all the questions in the test. Um, on this podcast, we're only going to talk about one. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, but but they're commonly uh, missed. They're probably things that maybe we haven't thought about that would help. It's just going to help us get a better biblical worldview. And so first off, I would encourage you, if you guys want to do this, uh, you can go to the Nehemiah Institute and you can take this peers test. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it's challenging and it can show you your weak spots, uh, where you've got a biblical worldview, where you don't. So it's it's, um, encouraging in that regard. Yeah. If I remember correctly, if you got a certain percentage, you kind of got a You got a certificate or something of this nature, you know? So I went in there thinking, all right, I'm going to get this certificate. No problem. (laughs) I did worse than you did. I'm just, I don't even remember what my grade was, but it was not good. And it was, it was pretty humbling. We got to be honest. uh, So Dr. (laughs) Alex did beat us. I'm pretty sure he got the highest. Was Uh, he he the highest? Do you remember Kevin? I don't remember if it was him or me. I don't remember what my score was. Look at the heart. I I didn't even get mine back. Look at this guy. (laughs) Kevin. When it comes to a test, Kevin does not want to lose. So I can't remember. I wish I had him on on the top of my head. Um, But, yeah. I did get the certificate. I know that. Did you? I did get the certificate. I did get the certificate. I got... whatever qualified with the biblical worldview is what they said they sent me back to school that's what they did (laughs) they said go back to school all right so we're going to talk about some of this here is the the statement that we're going to talk about today says this human nature because it constantly adapts and changes has an unlimited potential for progressive development that's the statement Human nature, because it constantly adapts and changes, has an unlimited potential for progressive development. Um, and you could agree to that. You could strongly agree, strongly, or you know, agree, middle of the road, disagree, or strongly disagree. <clears throat> um, Rob, when you hear that question or that statement, what what do you think about? Uh, oh, when I think, uh, uh, I think it's an easy one to disagree to purely because of the word unlimited. That, mm. that word, one word in there is the word that got me saying, no way, unlimited does not fit just how I understand who we are just in our origins. Uh, so, of course, we're finite beings. And so immediately I think, okay, we're finite beings. We are created by a f- infinite, great, uh, eternal God. There, there has to be limits based, yeah. just based on that. Yeah, that's the first place I, that's the first place I went, in my mind. Um, yeah. Now there are many people that would even disagree with the statement because they don't believe in human nature. Mm. There are many today that they believe that we, that, you know, they believe this human nature because it constantly adapts and changes. There's no such thing as human nature, so there are there isn't a commonality hmm. that we share with one another, that we can um, progress and develop and become something more and something other. Mm. Um, You are right in the fact that the biblical worldview um, puts limits on us. Mm -hmm. We Mm. believe in the givenness of human nature. We believe that all human beings share dignity, value, and worth, and the essence of humanity, the substance of humanity, is the same across all cultures, all civilizations, all time, mm-hmm. right? So are you saying that there are individuals out there who don't, don't believe that there is any kind of uh, uh, a, a foundation of what a human nature... Uh, they, they wouldn't be able to define human nature? Is yes. that what you're saying? Yes. They don't... They don't well, 
what what do they think we are? Machines? I mean, no, they think we're a species. They think okay. to, to define human nature, they they would say one that's speciesism. That is saying we're mm. better than animals, and all we are are all okay. we are is matter. All we are is um, the next progress in the series in the in the theory of evolution. Okay. Okay. And so there is no human nature. We are evolving. We're in a constant cycle, a constant process of evolution. Okay. And so who's to say we are the same as we were a hundred years ago, and who's to say we won't be better a mm-hmm. hundred years from now? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> now. You also often hear this. This gets politicized, and you kind of hear it. You hear about conservatives, and you hear about progressives, right? Progressives, progressive. This idea of progress. This mm-hmm. idea that we are evolving. We're becoming um, something better than we have been in the past, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of it has this. This worldview, you know, is, is a naturalistic worldview. Mm-hmm. But is it easy at, at its base? But isn't it easy for a lot of people to sit like, kind of go with this? Because if you think about yourself, right, you're not the same Justin you were five years ago, ten years ago. Mm-hmm. Like you continue to progress, right? So is this why a lot of people kind of go with this? Well, I think also just it, it's. Everybody wants to be progressive in one sense. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the title matters, right? The title matters because. I I can you know this helps me to understand why people want to identify as a progressive because you want to do things better mm-hmm. you know we want the world to be better and so a progressive probably is thinking in terms of that title that well yeah I am different than I was five years ago because yeah. I've applied myself to be a better person and just think well I'll be in ten years and fifteen years think about the, the would they say the human race would they say we are a race I mean <laughs> the human race um, yeah. and that yeah, will be better they better a hundred years from now okay anyway. yeah yeah hmm. <clears throat> yeah they would say that we're I think they would say they were a race they would just reject the idea that there's a shared nature okay. mm. among okay. human beings hmm. um, but this idea of you know progressive development mm-hmm it goes right along with, you know, Elon Musk's idea of the merging be- between human beings and technology. Right, right. <clears throat> you know, putting computer chips in your brain that could access the internet and somehow this idea that human beings could become more. More than just a mm. yeah, biological species i guess yeah we could i mean they think it's the next realm of evolution yeah yeah and if you're a progressive then what would you have to stop that from happening right right yeah they already started with the with the phone right there's so many people that they don't leave without it right they go to the bathroom with it they they do everything with it you know Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah yeah and except this one you wouldn't be able to get rid of yeah you wouldn't be able to leave it on the counter it's if it's in your head um, <clears throat> so this really is a question about anthropology. Mm-hmm. Where do we come from? What is our nature? What is our essence? And can, does that change? Mm. Does our nature, does the, the essence of what makes us human beings, does that change? What do you guys think? Mm. Well, our essence 
I don't think changes because we get it from, it doesn't come from us, right? We're not self-made. Like you said, Rob, we're, we're finite. We have limitations. We have a created purpose. And so I'd say it doesn't change. Yeah. I struggled with this part because as I, as I kind of read this paper because they equate human nature and essence as the same thing according to this article. Yeah. Okay, so, and they say that, you know, so they're saying, you know, initially I thought, yeah, I would, I would agree with Kevin. Initially I was agreeing with that except the fact that it seems to be that it is being expressed on this side of the fall, meaning... Um, that uh, what we're seeing working out in terms of our actions comes from a human nature that has been affected by sin. And so we are kind of locked in and cannot, in one sense, progress in a way until that sin issue is dealt with within, within ourselves. But I didn't, my question is that what happens with the gospel then? Because the gospel promises us that we will change, that there will be a renewing of our minds, that there will be a, uh, uh, to one degree to another degree, more glorious, Mm -hmm. becoming more and more conformed or transformed, sorry, into the image of Jesus Christ. So there seems to me, we talk about nature that, that changes, that, that we change, that we're, that we're, as believers in Christ, we're, we're changing. So I, I've struggled with a little bit of really being able to say that we don't change. And if you're going to equate essence and human nature as the, as the equivalent, and that's what they did. They said it. They, yeah. they made the same. And so and I agree with them. Yeah, well, I, dis- <laughs> I disagree. I, I just don't think this okay. is... Okay, this so is- this, is the, this is the same conversation that we had a, a couple podcasts ago, and it's the difference between essence or structure and direction. Mm-hmm. So our human nature, we had our human nature before the fall. Right. And our human nature before the fall was still given from God. It was still derivative of God. It was still contingent upon God. So even without the fall, we do not have the potential for progressive, unlimited pro- progressive development. Right. Even before but- the fall, we would never, we could never be God. Right. 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 So sin, so sin didn't change our essence. It changed the, it changed the direction. So now our sin, now our human nature is bent in a sinful direction. So you're saying that in our, so yeah, so the structure, our structure as made being made in the image of God was not changed by sin. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Okay. So, So you're, you're, yeah, I struggle with that. I, I okay, so it's like the outer it, and the inner. I, I understand. Right? No. I understand where you're getting at with regards. I would call it function or functionality. Uh, that's changed because of sin. Or what would you call it? You you used another direction. word. Uh, direction. I agree. Direction has has changed, but has not sin so affected us that even our very being, our essence, has been affected by sin? Or no. So you think. I know it. We're still made in the image of God. Right. That's what we're talking about. So our, if for our essence to be changed would, would change us. I mean, I'm going to use big words now. Would change us ontologically. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. 
and we haven't been changed. This is how we can still say creation is good. This is how we can still say uh, uh, that person hmm. is good as in the sense of they have dignity, value, mm-hmm. and worth. In a, even if they're a serial killer, they have dig- dignity, value, and worth. Okay. So their essence is still human, mm-hmm. and that essence is categorically different from the essence of an angel or the essence of, of an animal. Right. Because they are made Imago Dei. That is their essence. Right. They're ma- mm. and, and the fall did not change them being made in the image of God. So we'll- It just bent the direction. Yes, I, I totally it. agree with the bent yeah, of the direction. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, so my understanding of total depravity is that that affected, that affected our entire being, and I would see the structure as being, I thought the structure was uh, I, I don't affected think, by that, by that, that was the problem, that was no. the issue, uh, issue at hand. Um, and, and the direction, I mean, I would say both, they were both, bo- both affected, but you're saying, because an angel and um, what, what was the other example you gave? Um, animals. And animals. Thank you. Angels and animals, not uh, they. They, in essence, were not affected by the fall. In that regard, only humanity was affected by the fall. In terms of, I thought total depravity meant d- even even into the very essence of who we who we are. But you're just saying that the fall has only affected us by, and I know not only you but many theologians uh, say that it's only our direction, as you're using, or I would say the function of of our ability to be directed correctly. Yeah. So <clears throat> the fall did not make us. I'm using so this structure and direction is theological terms and it's it's from mm-hmm. philosophy. Okay, right. they used to use terms like essence and ontology and and all these different things. Right. It didn't make us a lower level of being. Do you, you understand what I mean? Yeah, I do know. Yeah, so, I'm, so I'm you, following you. I'm following you. Yeah, I'm learning right yeah, now. It didn't make <laughs> us a lower level of being. Yeah. And and neither can we evolve into a higher level of being. Okay. We can never outgrow our nature. Okay. We can never outgrow our essence. Mm-hmm. We are Imago Dei. We are human beings, mm-hmm. right? We are mm-hmm. Adam. We are, that's what we are. That's, that's who we are in our essence. Now, we've been bent, right? And so we're, we're directionally mm-hmm. fallen. Mm-hmm. So we have felt, we have fallen from grace. Mm-hmm. We, we don't, um, we don't see the glory of man like we should see the glory of man, yeah. right? Because of our, our fallen nature. Mm-hmm. And so when, when Jesus Christ comes in and saves us and the Holy Spirit enters us and regenerates us and we, become, we start being sanctified, we are, that, that we are being redirected. Mm-hmm. So remember, grace restores nature. Mm-hmm. We're being redirected back towards our original purpose. Okay, and that's what I think I struggled with this, is it's, they were, they're equating human nature and essence is the same thing. You just said that grace, is, that grace actually restores our nature. Well, that nature does not need to be restored according to the, the way this article is expressing. In other words, they're equating nature and essence is the same thing. And so that's, that's my confusion. I no, believe. okay. We're, you we're using... Okay, hold on. Now you've got me confused here. Yeah, I'm sorry. So... Grace restores nature, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It restores us directionally. Mm-hmm. Human right. nature, mm-hmm. human nature, can be st- structurally good, 
directionally bad. Okay, so okay, there you go. That that that's it. That helps me to when we say it that way, human nature. Okay, that would that helps me, because as I was reading this article, I'm thinking, well, then do we not? The gospel itself is giving us the hope that our very nature will be changed. But you're saying it's not structurally changed. It is directionally changed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Back on board. Right. Okay. <laughs> Back on the train. <laughs> Good deal. So that's what the essence of man or what makes man human, right? Yeah. So because we're sinners, we're not less than human. Mm-hmm. Right, right. We're okay. just fallen human gotcha. beings, yeah. right? So we're directionally... Or directionally bad. But this question is is important for a lot of different reasons because if you don't believe human nature is fixed, and it's well, it, mm-hmm. so first off, mm-hmm. it has it has an origination origination point, so it comes from God, mm-hmm. right? He he defines it for us, and it has a telos in the end, a, mm-hmm. a goal, a purpose of where things things are going. If you don't believe that then you believe the term that I've been using and I've heard used that, that we remember we're plastic people. Right. Our, our nature can change and adapt. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I, I'll be honest, I am pretty concerned about, uh, the, you know, this Elon Musk project of, of putting stuff in our brains mm-hmm. and, uh, and becoming what they think would be the next step in evolution, which in reality would just be a step back. You know, it's it's giving over. It would be akin to giving. So the will of a human being is a part of our human nature, right? We have a will. And a will can choose. A will can. And again, so does every human being have a will? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. But, and that never, that doesn't change. If you're a human being, you have a will. Yes. Right? But directionally, you either have a will that chooses selfishness mm-hmm. or you have a will that chooses Christ likeness. Right. Right. And, and you didn't, you didn't choose which one you got. Uh, the spirit of God did, right. He either, he's either freed your will to serve him or you're still a slave to sin. Yeah. Right. But that will is a, is a key piece of what it makes us to be human. Okay. If I don't understand that and I think, Oh man, this sounds so cool human nature, next step of evolution. We can just keep progressing. We're going to be, I put some piece of machine into my brain, right? And what does that do? That in essence hands my will over not to a machine, but to another man. Mm. Whoever's designed the machine to work and how, and caused you to think the way they want you to think. The yeah. program. Yeah, the program. Whoever's the program, programmer. Programmer. Yeah. Who's ever programmed it, I'm at the will of whoever programmed it. Yeah. So if he types in something, you know, he types in, he, so just like now, if there, there's certain words on Twitter, there's certain words on Facebook, yeah. that if you say them, they get flagged. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? A programmer can flag those things. Maybe I, might, maybe I wouldn't even be able to say those words anymore because mm-hmm. the programmer decided that those are outlawed words. Mm-hmm. And so he mm-hmm. just types into his program, and now I no longer can say those words. Right, right. right? In the same way that what you, Alex, was just mentioning before, in one sense, even the phone itself, so the cell phone that we have that's with us seemingly everywhere we go mm-hmm. now, uh, even that in itself can be, can redirect our understanding of things simply by, if you look up a definitional word, and that def- that word now has been redefined by the by yeah. someone who has a godless 
you know, understanding of the world, you begin to then think in those terms of how that word has been defined. Mm. So, yeah, we're, yeah. So I, we're, we're at the mercy of those who are defining the words, the terms, the programmer in this case, what you're describing. Wow. Yeah, it's scary, scary. stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, that would even be scary with people signing up for the service, though, right? Doing what? Signing up for the service. What do you mean? I said that in a sense of oh, what's, Army, Navy, Marines, because technically they're signing over their rights in a sense of, I'm going to do whatever you tell me to do now. Mm. So if yeah. they, whoever is the head of that is still, pushing a certain agenda, well, you have to kind of... It's, should you be concerned about that? Yes, yeah. you should. But that's, that's different because you're not handing over your will. Right. I know that Marines, they call them jarheads because supposedly they take all the, everything out of your brain and they fill it up with the Marine Corps, you know? But, and that's true to, a, to an extent, but it, you, if you're in battle and he says, and somebody says, shoot that woman, you still have a choice in that moment not to shoot that woman, mm. right? Or not to shoot that kid. You have a moment. You, you, have, a, you have the will to be able to choose that. Mm, yeah. If you have a computer chip in your brain, and you're like, and basically there's a drone, you know, like, like we can program drones to go kill people, right? And go do things like that. If, if a soldier has a computer chip in his brain, he becomes almost an advanced drone, mm. right? Where that programmer could override his free will. Mm. And not only that, but what could, <laughs> who knows what demons could do? Who knows yeah. what mm. the, you know, what does that do to the, in the spiritual world, right? Yeah. That is a terrifying mm. thought. Um, you know, it, it's it's different than self-driving cars and p- programmable thermostats and all these. <laughs> this is this is something that we should we should Christians should be concerned about and we should be wary of mm. because it's not progressing. It would be making us less than human, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It'd be making us less than human. Mm. It's mind-blowing. Yeah, and I, I think we're assuming, I mean, we're obviously making some assumptions here. I have no idea what he's talking about in terms of um, uh, <laughs> oh, no, e- Elon Musk. The in neuro, terms neural of link. Yeah, the neural link, exactly. I, I, I'm, I'm assuming, knowing Elon Musk, a, a little I know about him, he does seem to have kind of a God complex, and I could see him, it, it, it seems like, can you actually link your will, which seems to be such a spiritual aspect of us can a mechanical machine actually affect our spirit that's uh, it's, it's hard for me to comprehend but again, oh, I, I think, don't I don't know enough about this oh, but I think we know we know it does we know it we know it can I mean it doesn't our cell phone right doesn't doesn't technology itself of I mean what do you, when you're talking about our will you know you talk about mind will and emotions being our soul right mm-hmm. and we know our ads affect what we want. Yeah, they affect. They affect. They affect what we want. I don't know if they control, though. They... I still... I can still throw my phone away. Or, you know... That's not the question. You could still throw your phone away, but can you... So... I suppose if it was implanted in me, I couldn't. (laughs) Because it goes back to what you're saying. It, It was now in us, and there's no way to remove this from us. Right. Yeah. And how would you know... So, you know, with all of the technology, like at, at, at casinos and different things and the Facebook like, mm-hmm. why can people not quit Facebook? <laughs> yeah. You, you talk to so many people and they want to, but they just, oh, I can't because I stay connected with my family. Or I stay. 
and and they're being influenced by Facebook, and mm-hmm. they they don't even really know it. Mm-hmm. And they're if that's in your head, mm-hmm. right? And not only that. Okay, so not only, and I don't, I don't think that Elon Musk is the Antichrist or anything like that. I mean, I don't know, but I don't. But <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if he is an Antichrist, <laughs> but he might be. But he might have altruistic motives. But even if he does, you put that in your brain, and that would you would still be subject. So that's got to be connected to the internet, right? That thing is connected to the internet, mm-hmm. and therefore would be subject to hacking. Yes. Right? So so someone could hack into your brain. <laughs> yeah. Right? Okay. And and potentially flood your thoughts. <laughs> like what if you don't have control of your thoughts? What if they could flood porno- pornographic images just like they can hack into your phone and they can flood that? What if those are going directly to your neuralink, mm-hmm, directly mm-hmm, to your mind? Mm-hmm. What wouldn't that affect your choices in life? Wouldn't that affect the person that you're becoming? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep, it would. Fascinating, it, right? It is. <laughs> now, listen, there's a lot of people out there. I just saw a, a message today. Um, if you, have you guys heard of this chat GPT thing? No. Where are you guys living, man? Elon Musk over here. You you a step ahead of the game. <laughs> <laughs> no one knows okay. where you're going with this. Chat GPT. Oh, yeah, heard you've heard of it. I've okay. heard of it, yeah. All right, so it's an AI program yeah, it's AI. Mm-hmm. that it can do all. You can literally say, draw me a picture of Jesus on the Red Sea. And it will draw, it'll boom, within seconds, a picture will come up. And it's, some of them are amazing and some of them are just come terrible, you know. Yeah. Or you could say, preach me a sermon in the, in, the, in the tone of John Piper from John chapter 1. And it, boom, it'll preach you a sermon. It'll, it'll write a sermon like John Piper would write it, okay. It's been really fascinating. More than like, I mean, it's going to change the way education works in our country because it's, it's so easy to... Um, to have G- chat GPT now write your college papers and thesis and all kind of stuff. Wish it, I'd done that. It passed the, it passed the bar. So the, the <laughs> legal bar exam, chat GPT has passed that. Well, there's, you know, but here's the deal. The new one comes out like tomorrow or comes out either today or tomorrow or something like that. And the new one is like 400 times stronger than the last one. It's going to be, um, they say it's going to be unrecognizable from, like, you won't be able to tell ChatGPT wrote that. Hmm. Like that, you, you're going to think it's a, it's a human being, okay? So this is the level that this kind of stuff is reaching. And, and again, it's not artificial intelligence. I don't believe in artificial intelligence because behind it, you follow, you go back far enough and you're going to find a programmer somewhere, yeah. right? This is how the ChatGPT is already a little bit bunk because they say, like, who is Donald Trump? And it's like, it just it'll only say negative, negative things, things about them, right. and then who is Joe Biden? It only says positive because yeah. there's somebody programming behind it, yeah. right? Yeah. But, anyways, you've got this idea that all knowledge is kind of coming to this singular moment. It's all coming. It's called they call it the singularity. It's all kind of coming together, and if we have this idea of human nature, that human nature is fluid or human nature is meant to evolve, human nature is meant to change, then we, well, why would we not put this thing in our head? Mm-hmm. Can you imagine, Rob, if you had the answer to ever, every Jeopardy question in your head? Oh, man. 
That'd be boring. You'd be rich. You'd be rich, <laughs> you'd be man. watching the game. No, you'd you be watching know. the game going, I already know the answer. You I wouldn't. already know the answer. I already know the answer. The only, hey, you would not be rich. You would not be rich because everybody else that had it would yeah, have it too. That's why it'd be so boring. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, you go first. No, you go first. No, you go first. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm saying, so, yeah. so we have to, that's, I understand it from a naturalistic worldview. Mm-hmm. Christians have to be very concerned about this, very wary of this. We don't believe human nature. Human nature is progressing. Mm-hmm. We don't. Mm-hmm. Are we more moral than we were 100 years ago? No. no. Okay. Are we, <laughs> are we more moral than we were 1,000 years ago? No. no. Okay. So in moral sense, we, we recognize that we're not, we're not progressing. Right. Right? And the human nature, it can always, it, it, again, it's directionally, right? Yeah. It can go, it can improve, in sanctification, mm-hmm. or it can um, get worse, mm-hmm. right? As we get more and more selfish and more and more, more and more sinful. Yep. Every single human being has an opportunity. So, yes, societies can progress as they move, because that's, that's the other thing we have to talk about is we have a telos, we, we have a standard of right and wrong, and yep. we see that in scripture. You don't see that in quote unquote nature. Mm. We don't have a, they don't have a standard out there. Um, so, we should be very concerned that of this understanding of the human person, this understanding of anthropology as constantly adapting and changing and having an unlimited potential for progressive development. Yeah. Um, it's just not a, it's not a biblical worldview. Right. right. However, I think that the, the positive on this side or the thing that we need, need to keep our eyes on is what you just referred to earlier, which is the telos. And that is that the very fact that the gospel does transform us it changes ours you're using the directional our direction we can um, we can take these good things uh, that God has given to us in terms of technology and we can use them in a way that is positive in a way that is going to I'll use the word progress in a way that's going towards that tell us that God has for us in other words we are being called to use our callings in such a way that the kingdom of God is pre-pressed out into all of these these, these areas that, you know, we have just talked about, which is, of course, all the technology that we're talking about. So mm-hmm. it is good that in, in terms of we can progress towards what God has called us to do originally in the cultural mandate in, by, the, by the grace of God through the gospel. Mm-hmm. So there's good news there as well. Mm-hmm. There is. <clears throat> the other side of this, if you believe human nature constantly adapts and changes, well... Evolution, the theory of evolution isn't just constant progressive progression. It's trial and error, and the bad things get thrown away, right? Mm-hmm. So you could, under the theory of evolution, you could have humans that progress in ways that are not helpful, mm-hmm. and therefore those human beings, mm-hmm. if you believe human nature is not fixed, those human beings are now expendable. Right. Those human beings are now less than human. Yeah, which I think we've already seen that being worked out within regards to abortion and euthanasia already is a real problem, obviously, from evolution. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Hitler, like yeah. the Nazis, this mm-hmm. is what the, Na- the Nazis believed they were going to make the Ubermensch, mm-hmm. the, the, the um, Superman, Superman, the great Aryan race, yeah. right? That's yeah. what they're, and they saw Jews and you know, other other ethnicities and different things as less than. Yeah, weak. 
the weak that they were going to destroy and kill. Yeah. Right? This was, I mean, we're seeing, it's like, listen, I I saw a, a, a preacher that I won't name. He's preaching a new sermon series right now called, uh, I think it's called New Days, Old Demons. And I got to be honest, I'm like, that's a great title because why is all of this stuff, it's been tried mm. and found wanting, yeah. yep. right? And now yep. all of a sudden it's reappearing. Socialism, Marxism, um, what I'm calling the death cult, mm-hmm. right? And it's just being repackaged. Yep. And here it is again. Which is amazing because the claim is we're progressing, we're growing, we're expanding. But the reality is, no, there's nothing new under the sun. Yeah. You're actually going backwards in time yeah. while claiming that you're going forward to the next newest thing. Yeah. 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 You, it's, good. I mean, it's It's rejecting our Christian heritage <laughs> and going back to become Aztecs. You mean it doesn't go well for you? You know, like when Christians found the Aztec tribes, they were thousands of skulls. Mm. They were sacrificing children. They were sacrificing people. They were eating, you know, eating the hearts out of victims. They're doing like cutting it when a person's alive. They were doing insane, insane things, you know, and and we are we have rejected Christianity and rejected our Christian heritage Mm. that we've had in the West. And we're devolving into that. It's so our desire. Now, now let's just bring it all the way back. Isn't this the, isn't, isn't this what the enemy did in the garden? Yeah. Like you can be more than a man. Like God's withholding from you. Yeah. Right. You can be like the God. You can be like God knowing good and evil. Yeah. Right. Hasn't changed. Hasn't Hasn't changed. (laughs) Human nature hasn't changed. Won't change. (laughs) Won't change. Uh, Yeah. All right. So human nature, because it constantly adapts and changes, has an unlimited potential for progressive development. No, it does not. Human nature is fixed. It is a given. And the essence of man never changes. So that's mm -hmm. one question we had on there. It was pretty, you know, that that one was an easier one, but a lot Mm -hmm. of people miss it because they, we've been taught, I think, that we're better than those cavemen that dwelled however many thousands of years sure. ago, right? That we're, we're evolving. Yeah. Well, we hear it in the very common, this common statement that you can do whatever you want to do. You just got to put your mind to it. That's a common statement. We tell our children, you know, you can do, be whatever you want to be. That's a statement that actually comes out of this kind of an idea that somehow you can progress to be whatever you want to be, not taking into the limits that God has put you in. Yeah. yeah so I had... Um, there was a funny tweet that I sent the elders today... And then a guy sent out and he said, for a long time, um, liberals were saying that if we could get rid of religion, we would finally be rational. We could finally be rational and just make logical, you know, just be rational, not religion, not. And then now here we are. And, and, and he says, liberal man, liberal man, I'm pregnant. And it's like we've gotten rid of, you know, we've pushed away from religion and we haven't gotten more rational, right? Right. We've gotten less rational. Yeah. Mm. What an irrational and, statement. And from again, the end of me. hey, that's again, it's a human nature issue, right? Mm-hmm. They don't believe that human nature is a given. Part of human nature is is our biological. We're biologically sexed, yeah. right? That's part of human nature. 
only women can give birth. That's part of human nature, right? And uh, again, it's something that our culture rejects. So we're getting to some root of some philosophical differences between a Christian worldview and this progressive worldview. So any other thoughts on that before we move on? All right. I know you guys didn't ask for this one. This one's kind of up there in the clouds a little bit, but hopefully you do see it uh, when you turn on the news. You're seeing the fruit of it when you're when you're when you're seeing uh, these people that that believe that their their biology doesn't reflect any givenness in human nature. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. All right. If you got any more questions, you can email me Justin Dean at SacredCityChurch.com. I do love to get those emails, so thank you for doing that. Uh, we love you guys. We're thankful for you. God bless. You.